Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Heart of Giants Nation, Big Trust, Woo Woo. Now, a new title, The Seer, The Fortune Teller, uh, I don't know, The Maven. A a ton of names for you, dude. Um, (laughs) You put out a tweet. Uh, I don't know. It seems like it was a week ago when you said, uh, I'm feeling 31-24 Chiefs. I put out there uh, buffoon-like 38-17-49ers. So naturally, I told everyone, you know, bet heavy on the Chiefs now. Uh, It was a a microcosm of the season, um, dude. When they scored 31, I'm looking at this going, unbelievable. And then I, you know, subtweeted your tweet. Like, oh, there it is. He was four points off, folks. So... Uh, unbelievable job by you, man. Oh, well, thank you, man. Uh, but you know what, Jerry? For three plus quarters, it looked like you were going to hit him right in the head. Maybe not 38 17, but the whipping, right? The, what, yeah. That was happening. Yeah, it was. I just felt like the, the, the 49er defense was going to get the best of them. And for, like you said, for three plus, I was right. And then uh, Kyle yeah. Shanahan happened, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jerry, when, when you give a great quarterback like Mahomes, if you leave, you know, you leave that door cracked open, man. You know, and you leave a little room, wiggle room for him to get through. That's what could happen. And that's what happened to the 49ers. They were on the, on the field for 75 plays. Their offense did not help them in the fourth quarter. Two, three and outs when they needed for them to move the ball, right? Yeah. Even get a field goal, the game's over. Or get some first downs. And they went three and out twice. Um, Shanahan was a questionable play calling there after a first and five run. Decided to throw it twice. You know, you, you tweeted that, right? I, I'm sitting there watching the game. And I, I saw a first down five yard run. It's like, okay, wow, all right, they are they're gonna run all over him right. again. And all of a sudden he throws two incompletions and it's like, why did you get cute? I'm about to tweet it, and then you tweet it, I'm like, ah, there's my man. There it is. Perfect. Nice job, buddy. I mean, that's what got them there, right? Yep. The running game in this postseason. That's what got them there. And Shanahan got away from it a little bit. It wasn't like, you know, the first down play, you know, it gives the ball a moster and he gets a yard. Okay. Right, right, it was right. a five yard game. Right. Uh, so everybody, in the, I, I believe in the house, thought he was going to run the ball again, and, and he didn't. And then even third and five, Jerry, I was sitting there saying, well, he's going to run it He's going to run it here because I've seen Shanahan do this a thousand times, third and five, third and seven, third and six, where he's run the ball. Yep. And he threw it again, left it in Garoppolo's hands, and it didn't work out. And listen, Spags, he went after him, right? Mm-hmm. He went after him the last few possessions. He said, you know, if we're going to lose this game, I'm going to do it. You know, we're going to go down swinging. He, he got very aggressive, and Garoppolo was not the same quarterback with a guy in his face. Yeah, right. Now, he, was, he wasn't even close to targets. And even in the last possession, he had Emmanuel Sanders behind the defense, and there was a little pressure up Garoppolo's gut, and he overthrew him. It seemed like every Giants fan on Twitter tweeted, like, oh, hard to make that throw in the biggest game of your life. You know, like – yeah, because you got to say it, Eli Manning makes that completion. The great ones or the ones that rise up to that occasion make that complete. They complete that ball. Now they're saying Sanders didn't run out all the way. I didn't notice anything like that. It just looked like it was completely overthrown. Yeah. Uh, but the you know the big time players, mm-hmm. and you really didn't know if Garoppolo was. If it seems like as the playoffs went on, it was kind of a, a little more the game manager. It wasn't a game manager, but he wasn't. He's not the quarterback. Doesn't have the. He's not the the caliber of quarterback that Mahomes is. And he had a chance to uh, make a statement, and he he missed him. Yeah, Jerry, um, it makes you appreciate what Eli has done in the big games, right? Yep. Um, the throw to Manningham, oh right? God. On the last drive, we all talked about that. Um, a lot of big throws by, you know, forget about the Super Bowls, you know, the, the Packer games and the 49 game, right? Yep. Uh, when he needed him, 
and you looked at Eli and you said, well, I bet you in a big spot in the Super Bowl, Eli would have hit Sanders right there, right? That's right. what I was thinking, Jerry. Yep. Like this, this, like Deion Sanders said it after the game. Hey, this is the Super Bowl. You got to hit those throws. When a guy gets open like that, you got to hit him, you know? Yeah, yeah. This isn't four to seven, Jerry. We, okay, we'll play them on eight game two, you know? No, this is it. Yeah, right. And Garoppolo did not rise the occasion when they needed him in that fourth quarter. And I'm not saying he won't in the future. I'm just saying he didn't last night where Mahomes did. Third and 15. Oh, you know, it throws the, you know, yeah. um, then, you know, then some nice throws in the next two, you know, the two drives for touchdowns and did some things with his legs. And hey, listen, I know a lot of people thought that the 49ers were going to totally shut this team down because of their front four, right? I, I'm sorry. Well, obviously, I'm not Monday morning quarterback because you saw my score. I did not think that now. They did a hell of a job, Jerry, for three quarters. They really did. No, but you sent the tweet yesterday. Schwartz was going to, they were going to, you thought they were going to contain him. Well, did you hear D Ford's name mentioned once yesterday? Right. Not once. Yeah. Now the question was going to be Eric Fish and Bolson on the other side. Bolson has some moments, no doubt about it. He has some pressures and all that. Yeah. But it wasn't like it was going to be on both ends. Right. All right. Because right. I knew Schwartz was going to handle his, his side. Yeah. Now the question I put on yesterday Twitter, well, how was the interior defense offensive line going to do? Right. And at times they struggle. Listen, they had four sacks and a lot of pressures, right? Mahomes had to get the hell out of there. Right. Right. So, but. He got the time when he needed it for the big play to Hill and then some other plays. And and at 49, listen, uh, Richard Sherman is a very smart corner, but he's not going to be able to run with no, Sammy Hawkins when right. he needs to. Right, you know? right, right, yep. And that, and that was a big play. Yeah. You know, um, they were doing a lot of cover three to niners, and they, they messed up the Hill coverage there. And I, I just, listen, Jerry, I was impressed the way they, they rattled. They actually rattled Mahomes at the times. He was missing some throws he usually makes. Yeah, you know? and he was. He looked visibly uncomfortable. Um, no question. He, he, you know, when you keep hitting a guy up in up in the gut and hitting him and this and that, it's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. But in the fourth quarter, you know, he made some throws when he had to make some throws. Did some things with his legs, and um, the forty nine deep. Listen. Bottom line is the 49 defense gave up 31 points, 395 yards, and they didn't come up with the key stops when they needed them, man. Yeah, I'm watching the game, and and when Mahomes threw that second interception, I thought, man, they're going to lose this game. Yeah, it was over, yeah. And and then coming up, (laughs) excuse me, coming up so big down the stretch, Mm -hmm. um, you know, then then as the game's ending and and Williams runs for the touchdown, uh, I just became very happy for Andy Reid. We all talked about it. Like, nothing against Andy Reid. It's not... He's not the, the Eagles coach anymore. I think the most of the world, most of the country was rooting for the Chiefs in that game. Uh, they hadn't won it in a long time. Mahomes seems like a good dude. Uh, and then Spags, right? Your boy. Um, sure. Sure. You know, you got to respect the way he, uh, he, he, he called the defense, especially later in the game. And he went down swinging. And one thing about Spags that was different than Shanahan, and, you know, we kind of talked about it earlier. You know, I don't understand these guys, these coaches. They, you know, it's like I said it before. You bring the date to the prom. And then you leave her in the car. Like Shanahan, he got there by running, and then he got away from it. Spags, it was like, you know what? I'm going down swinging. I'm going down yeah. my way. You know, we're going, we're going after you now. And kudos to him. Kudos to the Chiefs. They, they it was a, it was a nice, uh, felt good to watch them win. Yeah, Jerry. Listen, I have immense, immense, immense. Ah, God, I can't say the word. Immense respect for Andy Reid. Um, yeah. what he's done over the years. You know, listen, here's a guy's has suffered some personal tragedies too in his life. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, and 
I always admired him as a coach. I hated him when he was the Eagles coach because he always sliced us up, it seemed like, right, with their yep. offense. Or, or, he'd call, or he'd call an end around oh, when you God. didn't expect right? it, like, oh, here we go. Right, right. Um, and I, I'm glad he got that ring because a lot of people felt, well, you can't win a big one. You're not old. You can't win a big one nonsense, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of people felt he would have been in Canton, even if he never won a Super Bowl. Me, I don't know about that, but I felt last night's win, that sealed he punched his ticket, you know. Well, is Dan Reeves in? Is Dan Reeves in? No, right. You know, Dan Reeves is not in. You right, know? There so, you go. Right, um, and Andy Reeves, uh, Andy Reed, um, will be in one day, and I was happy for him. I'm happy for the Chiefs fans, Jerry. You know, 50 years, man. 50 years. Yeah, they're they're a dedicated fan base too, man. They show up every week. Yeah. Uh, it was. I must. I thought. You know, we we didn't talk since. It must have been very cool. Um, or maybe we did. We did. Um, when they they gave him uh, they gave them the Lamar Hunt trophy like that's got to be pretty cool like you're presenting oh. the Lamar Hunt trophy to the Chiefs you know before you go to the Super Bowl so very happy for that that uh, organization yeah yeah listen 50 years is a long time um, and to the buffoon who decided he was going to argue with me on Twitter that it wasn't 50 years <laughs> well it's 50 years I mean, the <laughs> NFL has said it numerous times I've said it if you do the math but for some reason there was one guy on Twitter a couple of weeks ago kept, no it's not 50 years. Okay, whatever you say. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Remember that, those tweets, Jerry? Yeah, I did. I, 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 I do. Yeah, I just, I just shake my head. It's like, okay. <laughs> so, so, um, so, hey, listen, uh, uh, from a game to look like they were done, yeah. <laughs> uh, to boom, they were up 31 20. Uh, so, it was a nice Super Bowl. It was, it was a nice Super Bowl. And, and let's get to the offseason, buddy, right? Here we are, right? Yeah, I tweeted, yeah, it, I tweeted it last night, like, hey, happy for Reed. Happy for Spags. All right, now let's go. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Now let's, uh, you know, the Giants, uh, looks like Joe Judge finished off his coaching staff, Jerry, right? Yeah. A um, couple of interesting guys on this staff. It's going to be interesting. Do you think, Jerry, it's pretty, it's just kind of a unique staff, right? you got some young guys, got some head coaches, you got some lunatics that are, right, that are guys are fiery coming from Penn State. Yeah. Um, you got Freddie Kitchens and his act, right? Garrett. The redheaded clappers over here calling plays. Well, what an interesting staff, no? Yeah, and even the guys that I wasn't too psyched about getting, you know, it's it's funny because if Jason Garrett was hired as a head coach, we'd hate it. If Freddie Kitchen was hired as offensive coordinator, I would hate it. But since Freddie Kitchens was hired as tight ends coach, I'm okay. I, I don't really care as much. Jason Garrett is OC. I'm okay with that. Um, there, there were some other ones. I love Columbo's hire. Like, that's a that's a great hire, I think, is for offensive line. Okay, can I talk, can I get into that a little bit? Yep. Okay. Um, Freddie Kitchens, I didn't want him around the building. They, they brought him in. Uh, I wasn't crazy what he did in Cleveland last year. I, I wasn't crazy about some of the stuff that came out of his mouth, the way he was babying some of these guys. He lost control. But he's not in that position now. He's going to be a tight ends coach. He's not in a position of running a team, right? Right. So, all right, I, I know I, I really didn't want him around, but he's here. Okay. All right, let's see what he could do with the tight ends, okay? Mm-hmm. Mark Colombo. Now, let me explain something, Jerry. And all of, now the Cowboys have had one of the better offensive lines the last four or five years, right? Right. Mark Colombo comes over a couple of years ago and made him an offensive line coach. The, the last two years he was an like assistant before that, right? Right. Now he takes over the offensive line. The Cowboys, the last five years, a very good offensive line. Three years ago, four years ago, they were a better run blocking unit than they were a pass blocking unit. Right. Lorel Collins on the right side, right tackle, yeah. was not a good pass blocking right tackle, pass pro right tackle. He was a very good run run blocking, right? 
Marco Lomo comes in, and these guys have pl- uh, these guys have pass protected really well. Yeah. Lorette Collins had a right tackle. His game dramatically improved in pass pro. Dramatically improved. Right. And I attribute that to Mark Colombo, Jerry. I wanted him. You know that when he was right when the Cowboys didn't sign, I was like, oh, go get him, right? Right, right, right. Saying their brother, oh, we gotta have Callahan, like he's the only offensive line coach on the planet. Okay. He went to wherever he went. Um, I I kinda like the high. I like what he did in Dallas. And and you can't just say, Well, there's they got so much talent there. What the hell would he do? No, 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 no. He improved these guys in pass protection big time. And I think he's going to do that with the guys that are giant, over here with the Giants. I like to hire Jerry. Yeah, I mean, everybody was all over Bill Callahan. Like, that was going to be the guy. Um, it's like it was either him or nothing. Yeah, and I don't, you know, look, there's other guys, right? And, and Colombo, I just remember him as a player, uh, how good he was for them. Um, and I would even say, dude, I think they had one of the best lines for like 10 years. Uh, and to, oh. like, that's like, such a good point that you brought up, like, to improve the pass blocking. I mean, you have a franchise quarterback. You know, you have a franchise running back. You got to protect these assets now. So to bring in Colombo, um, I was I was pretty psyched with the hire. I, you know, I, I like I said, lukewarm on kitchens. Like, is this just a favor because you know Joe Judge built his kid's swing set? Like, I get that. You know, I, I do. Like, you have friends that I'm sure you've you've had this in the past where you have friends where you're like, all right, this guy did me a favor. All right, you want to do this for me or or in this position? Like, you can. I don't. I don't know. To hire him as a tight ends coach, for me, it was like, okay, I, I don't. That's, I don't care. Yeah, that's what he's been. You know, he's done that a while. He right. did that a while. Ago, you know. Right. Um. So all right, you're gonna bring him in here. Let's see what he could do. You know, uh, obviously he wasn't a head coach. What I mean is right? like he's not like a Ben McAdoo type of buffoon where where he goes somewhere. And it's like, oh, that guy you brought that guy. Kitchen just said some very dumb things. Couldn't right. control Odell and his team, and just wasn't a good offensive mind. Right. So. Right. Right. Well. Well. You know. Uh, he, he, he had the full range last year and it didn't work out. Their offense actually uh, regressed right. last year. Okay, but whatever. He's going to coach the tight ends. All right. I really wasn't crazy about the hire, but it's here. Okay. All right. So now we're going to have to deal with it, right? Right. Um, this guy Spencer from Penn State. Oh, very, Captain Chaos. Is that what they call him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Chaos. Whatever they call him. <laughs> whatever, very good whatever. reputation. Yeah. yeah. Very good reputation. Um. Uh, as a defensive line coach for, for Penn State, uh, 40 plus sacks last four years, I believe. Yeah. Um, really did some good things. Players rave about him. Uh, love his coaching style. He's, did you he's did you ready. watch Did you watch the interview with him? Yes. I, yes. It's the kind of guy I I looked at him. I said oh, I'd love to play for that guy. Right. Just just fiery, but not a jerk. I always go back to Tortorella. Like that's a guy I couldn't play for. This guy fiery, going to correct you, but make you better and encourage you when you do well. Okay, that's the guy I want to play for. Right, right. You, you, that's the guy you want to run through a wolf. For, right. right. I don't need to be belittled on every play. Corrected when I'm wrong, but when I do something right, you know, it's okay. That's what we need to see. And then he just—he's the kind right. of guy that fires you up. So, right. That well—that was the problem with Torts back right. in the day. Right. You know, just, he just demeaned people. You right. know what I mean? You can't do that. You can't do that in today's sports. This is 1971. You right. know. So, right. um, right. Uh, well, you know, with Chuck Knowles throwing guys through his locker room doors and stuff. You know. Um, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, listen. It, this coaching staff, Jerry, um, <laughs> listen, Garrett's, you know, uh, old, like we just said, older guys, former head coaches, young guys. How about a guy who never coached the NFL before, right? Yeah. Burton Burns, yep. running back. You know, Saban's guy down here in Alabama. Yeah. Judge brings him in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a real interesting coaching staff, Jerry. Um, 
see how they put this talent together and see how they teach and everything, right? Going yeah. into OTAs. Some uh, some Ivy League connections, so we're, we can say we're the smartest uh, we're the smartest coaching staff in the league too. Yeah. Yale and Princeton represented, so yeah, yes. Um, I'm looking forward to it all coming together, you know. Yeah, and then you uh, you sent out a tweet. What there's extra OTAs because of because uh, of Judge, yeah. right? First time coach. Yes, first time coaches get the extra OTA. You know, so I think that's in April, Jerry, but uh, I'm not quite sure on that. But um, yeah, so they're gonna Judge will have them out there for the extra OTAs. I'm sure everybody will be in attendance for the new head coach, like they were with Sherma. Yeah, know? right. Um, so, um, listen, uh, listen. Everybody was excited a couple years ago. Sherman came in. Everybody's excited now. We'll see. You know, as <laughs> As the spring comes and the summer comes, bud, you know? But, well, yeah. George is a fiery guy, man. You know, Sherman was not a fiery guy. I mean, he, he would get a little bit on the field, but this guy, George, is just like, you can just tell looking at him, right? He's like, <laughs> he gets you pumped up. So we'll see. Well, that's what I can't wait to hear, right? Your reports from camp, from the OTAs, from even rookie camp, all that stuff. And I want to hear, you know, I hear, put it this way, folks. If Chris calls me or texts me on the side, then he's very excited about the coach. If I don't hear from him and I just see tweets, it's not that crazy about it <laughs> because it just seems like, you know, the enthusiasm, like, oh, I like this guy. Or, um, you know, <laughs> if, you're just, if you're just reporting on it, it's like, oh, oh, oh I'm not sure. Oh, my God. So I can't, Jerry, wait to, I can't wait to hear the reports. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 listen, it's not far off, man, in February. Jerry, yeah. this is what I liked about Joe Judge. I have to be honest with you. Um, he came in and he said, I'm going to, interview all the guys that are here doesn't mean they're staying but i'm gonna you know look at what they did look at their body of work yeah, right yeah and if i like what they bring to the table and if they mesh what i'm trying to do here right right uh mesh with me and everything you know they're on the same page that i'm trying to do here in this program then i'm going to keep them right so now a lot of coaches come in jerry and they say that and you know it's like yeah okay you know and they launch everybody right <laughs> right Joe Judge came in, yeah. and he kept his word, Jerry. Yeah. He kept Thomas McGahee. Yeah, right. Kept Tyke Tolbert. Right, which are two guys we wanted. Right. And who am I missing, Jerry? It was, am I missing one other guy? London Wells, Lunda Wells was the other oh, one. He kept, he kept Tom Quinn. Uh, Quinn is an assistant. Yeah. Okay. He kept Ben, uh, Ben. Um, oh, God, I'm so bad with names. Another offensive line assistant. He kept him. Um, the big guy, Ben. I can't think. I'm sorry. I'm bad with names. Um, anyway, he kept some guys, right? Yep, guys, and he said, "Listen, if I like what they do, you know, I'm gonna oh, keep Oh, uh, uh, Wilkerson. Yes, thank you, Jerry. I'm so yeah. bad with names. Thank you, like... Wilkerson, the yeah. assistant offensive line coach. Yeah, really, yeah. really good guy too, Ben. Um, and you know, and he did. So to me, it's like, okay, this guy said, you know, uh, so right off the bat, you say, okay, the guy isn't just gonna throw, you know, smoke and mirrors at everybody. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, but he doesn't do it. You know, right, right, right. He, he kept his word at that. He kept some guys, yeah. and he told the fan base, right? Hey, listen. If I like these guys, these old, the old coaches here, if I like what they're doing, they're going to stay. And he did. A couple of guys did. Right. Right? Uh, so I like that about Judge. He's a young guy, but I kind of like that he kept his word. Um, and we'll see, you know, moving forward. But, you know, people respect that, Jerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when he deals with the players and they say, listen, this is what I want from you, and blah, blah, blah. And, and he means it. The players respect that no matter what the age, Jerry. They're going to respect that. Yeah. And then they respect your knowledge, you know? Yep. You know, uh, the players, NFL players are going to respect your knowledge. If you're there and you're putting game plans together and you say, hey, you're going to be here, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what's going to happen. And that's what happens. They don't give a crap that you never played in the NFL. Trust me. They're going to respect the guy's 
knowledge. And that's he's something he's going to have to prove to this locker room, Joe Judge, you know? Because, Jerry, I tell you right now, bud, yeah. just because he came from New England and coached with Belichick, don't think the players are going to be like, oh, oh he's a genius. Yeah, no, right, no, right, right, right. No, he's going to have to prove himself, Yeah, you know? And that's something he's going to have to do starting from the first OTA on, Jerry. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the the approach he takes, right? You always say, if you come in like the friend, then you then when you try to be stern, they don't take you seriously. But you can't be. <clears throat> it's really a balance that you got to play, right? If you come in too, like we said before, too stern and um, just you know uh, fire and uh, hell and brimstone, then um, you know then they're just gonna they're gonna tune you out. So it's going to be interesting to see how he how he does that, how he balances that, and what he brings with him. You know, from Belichick and Saban, I'm sure bring some things, but he'll be, be his not? own person. So, yeah. Jerry, he'd be stupid not to learn from those two guys, right? Yep. Yeah. And bring some things over. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So I'm sure he's going to bring a lot of structure over from those two guys, you know, and he'd be stupid not to. You know? well, well, he's so. been, he's been, um, he, he modeled Belichick's uh, press conference so far, right? His answers somewhat. A little. Um, yeah. 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 You know, he had a little Belichick in him as far as. The, you know, not really going to give up much, but uh, listen, Jerry, you, as you know, as I know, nobody's going to give a flying, you know what, yeah. if he's winning football games and he's giving three-word answers. Yeah, right. It's when right. you're winning football games yep. and you're giving those stupid answers that, like Sherman did, Yep. Uh, you know, uh, that's, when it's, that's when it could go bad for you over here in the New York market. Yeah, if you're not winning and you're giving those three-word answers or uh... – you know, they don't. If you give an answer where they don't buy it, uh, it's going to be a short time again, and we're going to be looking for a coach in a couple of years again. But happy thoughts, buddy. Just happy thoughts. He's going to be all right. He's going to be you good. Get, when you lose in football games and you give an answer like, "Well, Jones uh, threw interceptions today instead of fumbles, so it's progress." Yeah, oh, not good. Not, not a good look. <laughs> yeah. Or um, what was the? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go into the, the Pat Shermer answers. There were so many that. Just we were like, what, what, what the hell was that? Like, what are you, what are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. But anyway, so, um, what else? We have uh, Twitter questions. We got seventy-four responses. Anything else you want to talk about before we get to the questions? Um, you know, Super Bowl coaching staff. I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions about draft, free agency, and we'll start answering those now. Um, even though uh, the draft is a ways off, but you got to start thinking about it now. But we will not. We, Chris and I talked about this before. We will not say, oh, yeah, I've seen a lot of, you know, uh, Oregon State games, and I think this tight end is just – he's the man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do watch a lot of college football. Right. Um, and, and some guys I'll, you know, I will give an opinion on what I liked and what I not liked. But yeah, yeah. a lot of the stuff's going to come from the people that actually do this for a living, you know, right. as far as <laughs> right. they scout all these kids, you know. Right. right. Um, as far as the combine folks, yeah. Throw out some tweets. All right, this guy's stock's on the rise. This guy looked phenomenal. Uh, the four-row speeds. The 40 speed's going to be huge, okay? Right, right. Um, But, folks, if you think me and Jerry are going to get really excited about some guys running around in shorts, it's not happening. <laughs> outside, uh, of, outside of Golden Domers. Uh, well, you. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I, I don't... Jerry, if anybody in the Golden Domer comes up, you know, that I can answer from watching. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. to me, it's like... What are they doing on the field? I don't care. They ran around a cone and four. You know what I mean? I know. Um, I know. I know. Some people think the combine is like life and death. It's not yeah. okay. Um, but there's some things that are interesting. Like if you have an offensive tackle, you're looking at. And he only bench presses 225 pounds six times. 
that's an issue, right? <laughs> yeah, I think the combine should only help. The, the combine, if you're a good player, should only help you. Um, right. But like you said, if like uh, the the guy who was the one from Florida that, that the Jets drafted last year, he was cut third round pick. Politi. Yeah, right. Politi. Right. Yeah, and 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 he's one. He's an example of a guy who just wasn't into it at all. I think of guys like Metcalf, right? DK Metcalf, Montez Sweat, where they just use the combine to really rocket their uh, their, their draft status, you know, and. Um, turned out to be, uh, especially DK Metcalf, a hell of a player. Oh, but man. yeah, dude, I, I do not care about the shuttle run. I'm like, oh, guys, really? Come on. I don't care. Yeah. So listen, the four, the 40 speed is always important. You like to see that, right? Yeah, right. Um, that's something you, you know, you don't want a guy, you know, a defensive back to have a four seven. They'd be like, oh, four nine. You'd be like, oh, God, you know, <laughs> um, <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but, um, you know, not, it's not going to be the, you know, the tell all and all that crap. The combine, you know, um, and then after that, Jerry, uh, after the combine's over, you know, free agency kicks off March 14th, which is always big, you know. Yep. Um, as far as what Gettleman's going to do, we'll get into that more. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit. I think Gettleman's going to make a splash here and there, you know, yep. but not going to go wild with the uh, 70, 80, or whatever he's going to have to play with, you know. I got a question for you now, dude. Now, now that we're getting into it, and, and you know, forgive me, guys, if you ask this question, but I'm going to ask you now, as time goes on. What do you think about Marcus Golden and, and Leonard Williams? Mm. Which, which one do you think is going to – do you think both can be retained or do you think just one? Um, well, cap-wise, they could do both. Right. I don't, I don't think they're going to do both, you know? Right. Um, I think there's guys out there that will be upgrades as far as – Edge got you know a couple of guys on the outside a little bit. I think it's know. I think I think it's going to be Williams to save to to uh, uh, make that yeah. make that trade make sense. Jerry, he's going to try to make that happen. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, you know, um, well he's going to try to make that happen. So um, I think he, you know, he, he feels that that could be a solid defensive line with Lennon Williams in there. You know. Yeah. So we'll see what numbers they come at. You know, uh, Golden had a good year, so he's going to be looking for nice money. You know, could they do both? Sure, Jerry. Yeah, they're gonna have cap. They're gonna have the cap space to do both. Yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see which way direction Gettleman goes. You know, but I think Leonard Williams is. I think it's pretty safe to say, right? That he's gonna be a priority for him to try to bring back. How about this? I'll put you on the spot. If you were the GM, which mm-hmm. one, what would you do with those two? Well, I, how about this? Would, what's the What's the money you would spend to keep them both? I was gonna say I would go to a certain number with Leonard Williams, and that's it. Yeah. And if you wanted more, I'd be like, okay, take care. And Marcus Golden, um, whatever the market is, I'm not even sure. I would go to a certain number with him too. Yeah. You know, he's not a Pro Bowl outside, you know, edge guy. That's, you know, he's a good player, but he's not a Pro Bowl guy either. You right. Know? So I would go to a certain number with him. I would try, you know. Yeah. But you, Jerry, you know how it is when these guys hit free agency, man. You know, some team comes in and gives them a boatload of money. They're gonna go. Yeah. Know? Right. Yep. So if that doesn't work out, you you know, and there's other guys out there that you, that you aggressively go after. You know, there's 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 talent out there. In the free agent market, you know, but you can't go crazy, man. You know, yep. The guy, I mean, I, I've seen so many people tweet like it's Reggie White, the guy in Jacksonville, um, Yannick Ndukwe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. like, God, okay, he's a good defensive man. He'll get you eight set, but he's not Reggie White. You know, I mean, right. we're not breaking the bank for him. You know, yeah. Um, it's a guy, yeah. What do you want? Of course. Yeah. But you're not breaking the bank for that guy. I mean, you know, he's got the guy had 15 quarterback hits. <laughs> to me, that's not a good number. Right. Leonard Williams had them four games for the Giants. Yeah, right. right. 
Right. All I'm saying is, guys, <laughs> just don't look at all. He had eight and a half sacks. Oh, my God, this guy. Look at his body of work. What did he do all year? He's a good player, but not a guy like, oh, we must have him. You yeah, know? I mean, if that's the case, Marcus Golden had 10. Yeah. So You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm just saying, no, no, don't get me wrong. If Gettleman lands him you know, at a, a pretty good price. Yeah, of course. Bring him in. Of course. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying every so many people this time of year, that free agency, they see guys and, and like, oh, my God, look, let's get this guy. Calm down. See what he did during the season. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. You know, there was a couple of guys that came in. Remember Jerry? The Giants brought him out. I was like, and I told you, Jerry, Jerry, hold off. Remember? Yeah. This guy is so crap to me when I saw, like, like the Deion Buchanan's. And, you know, I was like, oh, oh yeah, a number of guys over the last couple of years. Sure. Yeah, like, remember, you were like, Chris, uh, we, what about, you know, what do you think of, hey, oh, uh, yeah. Jerry, you know what? He didn't show me crap when I, you know, I saw him the last year. You know, don't go by his 2015 baseball card. You know what I mean? Well, the, the number one guy where you nailed it uh, when it first happened was <laughs> a name that makes you shudder, Kareem Martin. Yeah, he'll be gone too, baby. He'll be getting cut soon. <laughs> no, what I said. Oh, Chris Kareem Martin, he good? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, some of these guys are going to pop up, Jerry, free agency. Yeah. And people are going to think of the 2016 Mr. X. You know right, what I mean? Or right, the 2017 right. Mr. X. Right. Guys, this is the NFL. What did he do the last year, year and a half? That's right. what you got to look at. Don't look at the 2014 baseball card, as I like to say. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. Look, look at what he's done. Recently, that's it's going to be, you know, like, uh, you know, I know people get crazy in the free agency. Oh, I got to have this guy that, you know, let's just see the names that pop up. Now, obviously, Jerry, there's going to be some names popping up. Are they going to go? No, I mean, we'll see. You know, like the Shaq Barris, Tampa's already saying he ain't going anywhere, you know? Right. You know, so you know, there's going to be franchise tags. You know, Chris Jones, a lot of people want him from the Chiefs. He was one of my key players yesterday. I said, Chris Jones could be a huge factor for the Chiefs. Guess what? He had a couple of big time deflections on the last few drives, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, he's big in the playoffs against uh, uh, Derrick Henry when they played the Titans last week. Now, he already came out today. I'm not going nowhere, but a lot of players say that, you know? Right. They just want to Super Bowl, so right away, I'm going to be a chief for life. So you don't know. Now, not a business side kicks in, you know? Yeah. Um, it, but there's a guy. I mean, I know there's a guy. There's a dominating player on the inside, Jerry. You know what I mean? Yep. But Lennon Williams is not a dominating player. And, and you know, Gettleman's going to try to bring him back, dude. Yep. It's good. I tell you what, though, Jerry. I tell you what, my man. This is going to be an interesting old season in the NFL. These quarterbacks floating around and everything, you know. Yeah, and and you know, you also you also put a tweet out the other day, and I'm going to talk about that when you're done, Gad. But yeah, the Mariota one. Like, why wouldn't he be a good back? It's guys. It's backup, not starter. Like you put out Mariota and who else? Who else did you put out? Um, Bridgewater's, you know, right, like right. That. Now Bridgewater might be a starter somewhere, but like you put McCown, I think too. Oh but yeah, it, right. but people jumped on your on your Mariota, and I'm going, who the hell yeah. wouldn't want him as a backup? It's a backup. You don't want him to ever play. If he has to play, can he win a game or two? Yes. I just I was shocking. I was just sitting there looking at these tweets, like, what the hell are you guys talking about? I just, you know, I'm glad we're gonna get into this. Now we cannot go into the 2020 season with Alex Tanny as a backup. No. For some reason, she was, you know, enthralled with him. Why? I don't know. Okay? <laughs> the point being is this. The Eli Manning days are over. Right. You're not going to see another guy play 16 years and not miss a game. Right. Daniel Jones in his first season missed yeah. two games. Right. Right? Yeah. Today's NFL, 
you have to have a quarterback that could come in and pick up the slack a little bit. What do I mean by pick up the slack? He's going to play like Mahomes? No. But a guy that could come in and win a game and hold your team stable. Right. All right? Matt Moore did it for Mahomes this year. Okay? So you're going to have some guys. You Like, say the Giants are a 3-1, argument's sake. Right, Jerry? I'd love it. Would love it. 17-13 in the third quarter against uh, whatever, whoever they're playing, right? The Eagles. Against the Eagles. <laughs> Daniel Jones goes down, gets hurt. Yeah. Do you want Alex Tanney in the game, or do you want Marcus Mariota in oh, the game? right, exactly. That was exactly my point. Like, See some people like, like, like oh, he stinks. Guys, I mean, nobody's saying he's starting. The point is he could come in and do some things. This guy's won a playoff game. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. He's a guy that could come in and run, you know, and run the ship still. Right. He could win a game for you if you need it. Alex Tanny is not going to win a game for you. Yeah. And, and like you said, like uh, it, it, the, the, gone are the days of your quarterback playing 16 straight years without an injury. Like Jones missed time last year, and you know, could he have played? No. I, th- I think at least one of the games he didn't play was legit. Maybe he could have played the second game. But you need someone who can step in. And I just, I didn't think Mariota was a bad choice that you put out there. I'd love to have him as a backup. Jerry, the point was that if you have a Flacco, these guys have won football games in the NFL. Right. So if something, God forbid, happens to Jones, you want a guy like of his, even Josh McCown. He almost won a playoff game for the Eagles. Well, look at uh, look at Mariota and Tannehill. Do you think the Do you think the, the Titans actually thought Tannehill was the future? And, oh. and but now I think he won the job for next year, right? Like that, that's a guy you got and said, oh, let's take a flyer here." I actually, I, I as a backup, I like the choices you put out there. But you know, whatever. Yeah, the, I think some people took it like, you know, oh, what do you mean he can't win a game? Oh, what do you mean he can't win a game? Right. Joe Flacco can't come in and win a game for you. Right. The point being, you don't want a tomato coming off the bench, <laughs> Lisa. Nice. All right, you don't want a tomato coming off the bench. <laughs> With Tanny, nice dude. I like Alex a lot. Really good guy in the locker room. Yeah. But he's a tomato coming off the bench. He ain't winning crap for you. Right. In today's NFL, you have to have a guy that could step in. Patrick Mahomes missed two games last year, right? Right. You have to have a guy that could come in and be a capable quarterback on the field, not a tomato. Right. That's all I was saying. It's right. the Giants have to go out and get a capable guy, Jerry, to back up Daniel Jones this year. Yep. It's imperative, dude. This isn't an Eli anymore where you know you could get hit by a Mack truck and Eli gets up, okay, let's get the next play in. You know? <laughs> you know what I you know what I'm saying? We've seen Eli play with torn shoulders, the plants here, fasciitis, whatever the hell that is in the foot, all that crap. Plantar right? fasciitis, baby. Plantar fasciitis. Right? Yeah. And Eli played the next week. Yep. That's right. uh, you know, you know, uh, Eli had a high ankle sprain at, at, at the end of the season once, and it looked like he wouldn't have played at the season at the end. Would you have doubted Eli playing the next week if, they, if, they, if there was a game? Nope. Even Eli said, I don't know if I would have been able to go. Yeah, okay, Eli. He would have played. Trust me. Yeah, right. Uh, the point being is that, you know, you're not going to see Daniel Jones, I mean, Jerry, most likely, you're not going to see Jones play the next 15 years without missing a game. Right. Sorry. I agree. Especially because he runs a lot too, dude, you yeah, know? Right, that's right. Capable backup is going to be a priority. They're going to have, not a priority, but they're going to have to get a capable guy in here, man. Yep. You know? Absolutely right, buddy. Good call. All right. With that, we will get to our Twitter questions, folks. 74 of them. We won't get to all of them. We will get to people that we haven't gotten in a while. Rich Trackio, but we'll lead off with a, with a 
uh, a, a standard. Um, Rich Trachio, with all this Hall of Fame talk, at some point in the future, should number of Pro Bowls even be a measurement? Most tend to get it right, but the prestige seems watered down. That is a great question, and mm-hmm. it, it plays into your boy, plays into Banks, right? Yep. Yeah, I, think, I think it's a great question. That's a great question. Rich, honestly, I only look at all pros. Right, right. <laughs> Who made the all pro, first and second team all pros? Right. The Pro Bowl to me is turned into a, you know, like a kind of a buffoon type event. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I've seen all pros who won't, didn't make the Pro Bowl. And all pros voted by players. And that's the true measure of a guy having a, a, who had a phenomenal year, you know? Yeah. Now, now, I don't know how many times this guy got all pro, but I'll give you a guy who I loved, my second favorite giant. Um, Jesse Armstead made five Pro Bowls. I don't know how many times he was all pro. Probably not once. Yeah. Now, right. Now, my question to you is, with all due respect to both <laughs> those guys, because they're both awesome, would you say Jesse Armstead was a better linebacker than Carl Banks? No. Me neither. And I love Jesse Armstead. I agree with you. Right. So a lot you... of times it depends on the year, how many linebackers yep. go in. No, or... there you go. There you go. And I, dude, Armstead, I wore him for the birth of all three of my kids in the hospital. Love Armstead. But yeah. you're right. Like, I think, I think Carl Banks was a better linebacker. Sure. Have you ever met Jesse? Oh, yeah. He's a nice, quiet guy. Nice guy. He's a great dude. He's a, you know, he works for the Giants, you know? Yep. Uh, and he's, he is a great dude, man. Yeah. Great dude. Interview, yeah. Interviewed him a few years ago um, for the Insider. He was awesome. Right. Such a nice guy. Great guy, man. Great. Always says hello. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, great story. You know, what was the eighth round pick back in the day, Jerry? What was it? Eight, yeah, eighth seven? round, 1993. Nine. They didn't even have, uh, they don't even have eighth rounds, eight rounds right. anymore. It was back when they had, they didn't even have eight, uh, when they had eight rounds. And, and you, we all know the story. Um, but like you said, Jerry, he was a five-time Pro Bowler. And is he, was he better than Carl Banks? No. No, no way. No, you know? no. So. Good one, buddy. Nice. Good point. Uh, let's see. Chatter center. Uh, Tom Lapp, there's been a lot of chatter about left tackle, right tackle. What about the center position? I believe this is where a big upgrade is needed. Thoughts, hashtag buffoon crew. I, I think they'll look to upgrade there. I don't know if it'll come through the draft or free agency. There's the kid from, and I, this is where I sound like Francesa. There's the kid from Washington, right? I know that this number 56 from Washington was on draft boards, and this is where we're not going to lie, right? I'm not going to lie and say I've watched University of Washington games all year. But supposedly he's one of the number one centers. I'm, I imagine he's going to be a target. Uh, but, yeah, no, to, long story short, they have to upgrade uh, Jalapeno this year. Yeah, I expect to see an upgrade. No question about it. Yep. Uh, Big Blue VCR, Big Blue VCR, if you guys aren't following him, you should. Just right, after, just right after the Super Bowl teams usually release some veterans that they don't want back and give them an early chance at finding a new job. The Giants cut bar when the day after Super Bowl – 53 last year are there any quick releases you see coming in the next few days chris um i I don't know of the next few days yeah but i could see a kareem martin getting it yeah 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 right (laughs) i could see an antoine but they get it yeah you know i don't i I don't know listen this is a new head coach man i don't know what he's thinking right now you know yeah as far as he's gonna pull trigger early i see like, like, for instance, in Atlanta, I see Vic Beasley's basically out the door, and Greg Olson got released already today. Wait, that's weird that Be- that the Falcons tweeted that about Beasley, isn't it? Like, yeah, what, yeah, what organization strange. does that? Like, um, th- did the agent piss them off? Uh, Jerry, I don't know what's yeah, going right. on down in Atlanta with Dan Quinn and, and Dimitrov and all that, but obviously he pissed them off somehow. Right, he must have. Like, if the Giants said that, I'd be like, wow, that's rude. Listen, and before anybody starts, you know, they, they hear about Beasley's going to be really soon. Oh, there's an edge guy. No, forget about it. Forget about it. He's never lived up to his billing, Vic Beasley. Okay, yeah. don't even 
don't don't even go there with him. That's why the Falcons can't wait to get him out the door. Yeah, you have to think he's a headache as well if he's uh, you know. Yeah, something's going on down there. Yep. Um, well, Joey, we kind of answered that one. I think Colombo's the guy that we're gonna is gonna have an immediate impact. Uh, Oscar Nieves, put your GM hats on. If the Giants trade down, who do you guys think will be the most likely to trade with the Giants? I don't know, man. I, I want him to trade down, dude, but I, I don't know which team is going to get scared and, and call the bluff. Like I said, if you're Gettleman. And by the way, so I'm going to settle something real quick. Talk about Twitter. <laughs> For everyone who says, hey, buffoon Jerry, what team would ever trade up one with the Giants? I mean, are you kidding me with that question? Like, guys, Trubisky, Jeremy Shockey, it's been done a million times because the whole reason Miami would trade with the Giants if, if the Giants were on the clock, the Giant, that Miami could very well trade with them because they're afraid of another team leapfrogging yeah, it's them. Like, it's going to be like three teams behind them are going to want a quarterback. What is so hard to understand about that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't even answer anymore. I just shake my head like... Hey, look, guys ask legitimate questions. It's fine. You know, when they say, hey, why would a team jump? Then you explain it. But some people are like, hey, idiot. Hey, yeah, jerk. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, guys. What are you like, why would Miami move up one? I don't know. Maybe because the Chargers are offering a package for the Giants spot. Right. Or the Panthers. Or the Colts. Or the Raiders. Or the Panthers. I don't know what the hell uh, Matt Rule's going to do, right? Oh, my God. The Raiders, well, I'm interested in Tom Brady, which makes you, which makes you, you know, make, makes you believe Gruden is not, he's not sticking with Carr. He doesn't want to stick with Carr. Yeah. How about the Raiders coming out of nowhere trying to get a quarterback up, up front, right? Right. 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 So, the Miami Dolphins have three number one picks, right? Yeah. So there you go, guys. Yeah. That's why. But, but the, Jerry, this is why Gettleman's going to have to be Mike McDermott from from Rounders, right? With the poker face. Love that. And make it, Love that tweet. And Mike, way. and make it everybody believe that hey, I got fifteen teams ringing the phone here. You better make a deal because you're not going to get your quarterback, right? Pay, pay this man his money. Hey, pay Gettleman that package. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, dude. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, you're totally right. Totally right. I don't. I don't get like you know like this has never happened in NFL drafts before. I just don't get it. Uh, okay, whatever. No, you're right, buddy. Good oh, stuff. God. Um, let's see. And uh, Gettleman, we trust. Great question, but we'll wait on that one. Um, Jerry, I'll be shocked if Gettleman, when the Giants are up at four. Mm-hmm. Nothing's done yet. I would be shocked that the whole 15, what is it, 10 minutes? The whole 10 minutes is not used. Yeah, right. I'll wait till the See, very last second. I would expect that right to the last second before the Giants go up, if they go up, you know, to the podium. Here's a good question. Rich, I'm sorry, senior analyst Rich at Paisan. That's awesome. Change his name. With Garrett's system coming in, does that make it less likely to see Ingram get traded? Since he's such a vertical threat, and maybe just maybe will be used like one, uh, I'll, I'll try this first. With, with Ingram, it's going to be health. If he can stay healthy, he's not going anywhere. The problem with Ingram, and he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Any coach coming in will drool at Evan Ingram's ability. It's does Gettleman think he can stay healthy? If he believes he can't, then he's probably going to trade him. Uh, Jerry, that's a listen. As far as you know, they're going to trade him or not trade him because Garrett's in there. No, if they're thinking about moving him. They're gonna move him, even with Garrett coming in. You know, yeah, Garrett's yeah. not gonna save him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Garrett's gonna want him. I mean, you know, how, how could you not? But that doesn't mean they won't move him because Garrett says, "Oh, I, I like to have this kid." You know, no. Um, I, listen, we talked about this before with Ingram. I, I'm wait, uh, Jerry. I just hope the kid stays healthy one year and lights it up. Like he was really playing well until he got hurt last year. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, Joe Judge is going to look at this now. Is he a Gronkowski? No, because Gronk was an excellent blocker. Ingram is not. Right. Okay? So he'll never be a Gronk. He'll never be a, a George Kittle because Kittle and even Kelsey, they block. Ingram doesn't block like that. But, but, you know, Joe Judge, when they had their meetings, which they already did, you know that. I mean, you got to be looking at this kid. Okay, Dave, what's up with this Ingram kid? You know, oh, well, he can't stay out. Well, all right, well, guess what? We, we want to do this, this, this with him. You know, so we'll see. Yeah. But, Jerry, I've just, you know, I've talked about this before. Would it shock me if England got moved this offseason? No, it wouldn't shock me. Right. Um, Booker Daniels, great question. Given what, you, given what you've observed in the locker room, it's what you kind of touched on before, Chris, and around the team. How do you feel the players will respond to the intensity and demands of Judge, Coach Spencer, Belima, and the others that are likely the opposite of Shermer in terms of energy? So how do you think the current – roster as it's comprised would respond to a guy like judge and these other coaches uh listen he's not gonna be disrespectful towards the players they all nfl players want to be coached up they yep. all want to be coached up and if he goes in there and shows his knowledge which everybody says he has right yeah um they'll have no problem you know uh, he's not going to go in there and you know and demean people and all that that's when you lose respect you know everything you hear from joe judge is that he's tough He's demanding, but respectful, and the players love him. So uh, it shouldn't change now, Jerry. Yeah. You know? Yep. You know? Um, Javier, Jerry, yeah. just one quickly. The yes. one big difference that I do believe between him and Sherma yeah. is going to be accountability, bud. I think Joe Judge is not going to let some buffoon run half-ass out there after on a tackle and get away with it, where right. he stays on the field for the next 15 series. Good. That, those days are over. I mean, you would he would endear, he, he would endear himself dear, endear himself to the fan base so much if he did a move like that, right? Yeah. Like you see I a mean, guy like like a Jack, you know, somebody like Jack Rabbit who half-assed the tackle and then you pull him Baker. off the field. Baker, right? Right. So if you think you're going to do that with this guy, yeah. Oh, if you think you're going to get toasted for you know 15 straight plays and stay on the field, that's not going to happen with Joe. I I don't I do not believe yeah. a guy who was taught by Saban and Belichick. That's going to happen to to so that that'll be one big change, Jerry. Accountability, and guess what? That makes play that keeps players on their edge, right, Jerry? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Javier Burgers at CT underscore Giants fan. What is an acceptable record next season to feel good about Judge and the direction of this team going forward? Hashtag buffoon crew. Well, it's an acceptable record. Well, like uh-huh. no, like if the by the end of the season, if the Giants like- are blank, you'd be like, all right, we're going to head in the right direction. Uh, thirteen and three. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. No, wait, but I mean, real quick, on. your hopes. You're. You're. I'm gonna. They win the division. Right. That. Yeah. That's what you have. Everybody said it. <clears throat> I mean, who's gonna doubt you? Now, call me a jackass. Now, everybody, call me a buffoon. But remember, I said it back here on February third. I don't think people will after the 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 beating you put on me during the season and then the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna say anything. I'm I'm all in, baby. No, um, obviously it's something like eight, eight, you know, stuff like that, you know. So. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll do a redo, guys. If it's if there's seven and nine, I'll feel like it's progress. I don't want double digit losses again. And Jerry, I guess it depends too, right? Like if there's seven and nine, but at one time there was seven and three, <laughs> right? And then he lost the last six, then you'd be like, oh god, right? Yeah, coffee. So it all depends, man. Here's a great question about the draft. I will ask it because <clears throat> he's another guy that's been um, up and down the boards lately. Peyton Combs at I am Peyton. Would you be upset if we picked corner Jeff Okuda fourth overall? I've heard he's a better prospect than Jalen Ramsey. 
Would I be upset? No, but this is why, guys, I would want them to trade down because there are so many guys at that level. Like, unless, guys, unless Chase Young falls to four miraculously, right? I, I just, you got Okuda, you got Thomas, you got Wirfs, you got Simmons, you have Espinenza, or I'm saying his name wrong. You have, I love Chase Santo, I'll admit it. I've said it before, the LSU kid who declared. Mm-hmm who's going to rock it after the combine. You have like six or seven guys that as a Giants fan, you got to be thrilled at getting. Mm-hmm. So would I be mad if they got Okuda? No, but I don't want anyone at four. I, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed if they don't trade down. I'm, I'm going to say it now. I want them to trade down. So I like yeah. Okuda, but I don't, like, I, don't want him at, I don't need him at four. I'll, I'll take any of those guys at five, six, seven, eight if you pick up another pick so or two. Fair enough, Jerry, man. Fair enough. Right. At least you put you put it out there you want to trade down. There's nothing wrong with that, man. A lot of people want to see Gettleman trade down. There's no reason to keep that four if you're getting a big package, right? Right. Especially when Miami's got those three number ones, man. <laughs> I know. And oh, it, man, they're going to use know? them for capital, especially if they're afraid of someone trading up. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, Jerry, watch John Gruden and the Raiders here. I'm oh, I know. He's, he's capable of anything. We've said uh, it all the time. He's capable of anything, dude. Yeah, I know. He's crazy. You know? So. Here's a good question. Definitely, definitely not a cop at RJ Mills 12. What's it? Definitely not a cop? That's his name. Okay. How, I forget. He explained why that's his name once, and I <laughs> forgot it. How does it work at the end of the year with players and coaches? I would think that they would have an end-of-year film session with each player and go over their strengths and weaknesses and what they need to work on in the offseason. But the coaching staff was terminated. Like, how does it work? Do you know, Chris? No, it's just exit, it's exit interviews. Yeah. Exit and they go on their way. As far as sitting down, watching film together before they leave, no, no. Like, like I mean, some guy, your coach is like, listen. Well, now, obviously this year is different now with the new head coach. But a lot of times you'd be like, hey, you know, let's work on this. Let's work on this. Yeah, coach, you know this and that. But you know, you got to strengthen up here, whatever it might be. But as far as sitting down and watching film, no, I haven't heard that. It's usually, it's bag day. Goodbye to the coaches, and I'll see you in a couple of months. Marcy, all at Evnandez. Good question here. The Giants are, are still in need of an outside threat at receiver. Do you think that is a position addressed in the draft for agency or both? I'll ha- thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Listen, hashtag Buffoon Group. I'll go first. I think it's going to be in the draft because this is one of the deepest receiver drafts uh, in, in a long time. And that's why I keep saying, guys, anyone saying draft a receiver in the first round, you may get blocked and I'm not going to block you. But, guys, no way. First off, we need too much in the trenches. No way we draft in a receiver first round. And second, it's a very deep receiver draft. I could totally see and I'd be fine with if we picked up another third rounder and we took a receiver there. First two round picks got to be trenches for me. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh, man. Has to be, right? There's a lot of receivers coming out. You know, so it's no way it could be a receiver at four, man. No way. Although I saw a guy in a mock draft day, some other guy had C.D. Lamb going to the Giants at yeah, four. I mean, come on, guys. I'm like, come on, man. You know, uh, no, I don't see it. They just get on, especially with Gettleman, Jerry, right? Especially unless unless C.D. Lamb puts What's on 100. What's wrong with Slayton, by the way? No, that's, that's a good point. Good on the outside? <laughs> I was going to say, unless C.D. Lamb can put on 100 pounds and play left tackle, no. <laughs> or 50 pounds and be an edge rusher. Yeah, yeah. Gettleman's guardian angel being a wise ass at Giant Dreaming with close to 100 questions and only getting to a handful. Do you really need them now? LOL. Request rapid fire Q&A. No, I just meant send them now, jerk. But thank you. That's funny stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We answer that one. The Greek chic. Some of these names are awesome. Oh, here we go. 
Gaza, a Gazman superstar, if we trade back from four, hypothetically, what mm. would you consider a good price? Or alternatively, what's the biggest need we have to fill? Hashtag Buffoon Crew UK. It depends how far back we go, uh, Gaza. If we go back from four to five, I want a third and a fourth for that. Uh, if we go back more, you're going to have to give us a second or a third and some kind of combination of that. So I, I can't give you specifically, but if you ask me on draft night, um, and you have to look at the team drafting, like how desperate are they for that position? But it's got to be significant. You, you need, even if they move up one, I need like a, I want a third and a fourth and their pick for that. So. Yep. Yeah. I agree, dude. Um, Robert Whedon. At, Jerry, yes. just quickly. Yeah. Say the Chargers, the Colts, who am I missing? They're aggressively looking to move up to the giant spot to Panth- get to Panth- Panthers. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Cam, right? We don't even know that. Yeah? Yeah. No, right. Maybe, but maybe, them, maybe right? they are. Maybe yeah. even them, right? Yeah. yeah. Jerry, um, and say Miami's getting worried. They want Tua. Yeah. And they're hearing, you know, they might be, you know, somebody might land with the Giants to get Tua, right? Mm-hmm. Miami has three number ones. Now, you're going to swap their one, right? Mm-hmm. So Miami makes sure they gets that fourth pick, right? Right. Now, what else do you want? I don't know about you, Jerry, but I, you're going to swap the one, four and the five. I want one of their other number ones. Oh, sure. No. Right? I, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, Thank you. They're okay. saying, what would you take? What, what, would it, what would it cost? What, what's the lowest you would take? And I'm saying, I want to recoup that Leonard Williams pick. So I would take a third, maybe a fourth. But yeah, I mean, if you're Gettleman, it's like, you got to give me one of your firsts to move up one. And if he does that, look like a genius. But yeah, absolutely, dude. And, and while you're at it, Miami, I want your third, too. Right. Hey, you want your franchise quarterback or not? <laughs> Can you get on the phone with them? Imagine me in a control, me and Gettleman. Dave, I got this. Talking to Flores, one Brooklyn guy from another, right? Hey, Brian, what, what, you want your guy or what? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, Chris, F you. No, F you, F you. Okay, F you. Okay, Brian, I love you. I'll talk to you later. F you, hang up. You're like, he's calling back, Dave. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, Chris. You sh- all right, all right, we'll do it. Okay, Brian, I love you, baby. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. Uh, let's see. A couple more. We're coming up on an hour already. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. All right, here we go. All things Giants at Giants Things. We are in need of a backup quarterback. Huh, funny. Go. Ke- Keenum, Mariota, Chase Daniel, Colt McCoy are slated to be free agents. Which, if any, do you choose? Hashtag buffoon crew. So you got Case Keenum, Mariota, Chase Daniel and Colt McCoy. I eliminate Colt McCoy immediately. I would have Mariota. Same. Not even close. And I would feel, and listen, if it was a Keenum, I would feel pretty good with a Keenum. Yep. As a backup quarterback, right? Yep. Dude, a lot of questions about how do you feel about the coaching staff so far. Um, we, we talked about it already. You yeah, know? yeah. So that's we kind of got to it already. All right, here we go. John Beck, because we never answered this guy's question. John Beck at John 35 Beck. This is a tough one, Chris, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Who are the three targets you believe the Giants will go after in free agency? Well, I don't know. I know me either. Sorry. We'll because start getting that free agency list together now, right? They're going to start popping up soon. I do think they will go after one stud edge rusher that they, or they, they, they believe is an edge rusher. I do. I have a feeling I don't necessarily want Yannick over Clowney. You obviously know I want <laughs> I love Clowney. Um, I think I think they're going to go after one of those two guys. So, um, listen, folks, it's a, it's a bit early. 
you got to wait till the franchises come out and then who's the actual free agent and we'll get into that a little bit more you know because you can't say oh oh this guy because he might get franchised it's coming right. up soon right guys are going to get franchised i don't have the exact date i'm sorry Jay. i don't have my book in front of me but guys are going to start getting franchised soon you know right. yep well, well after the franchises come out we'll take it from there you know sad giants fan vic beasley nope uh PSL GS PS at PSIG that name's terrible. PSL GSPS at PSL GS. Come on, dude. Good question, but all right, who does Chris think that the Sox should hire as a manager? As a Yankee fan, I think Veritech as a Yankee fan, I think Veritech would be an incredible choice and always respected him. Oh, nice. Well, Veritech isn't a running, from what I understand. Uh, but maybe the Red Sox are going to wait the next year to hire. Maybe, maybe they're just going to have the guys run whatever they want to do out there. Because, you know, spring training's a week away. They still haven't named the manager. I don't know what the hell. They're doing. All I know is they're trading Mookie Betts uh, to the Dodgers within a matter of minutes. That's all I do know. Oh, I love Mookie Betts. As a yeah, Yankee so fan. Oh Yankee fans should feel happy about that. They're getting Betts out of the division. Why they're trading Betts is beyond me. But please don't get me started. I'm already aggravated. And spring training hasn't started. I'm already aggravated with the Red Sox. Uh, three more. Three good ones. Um, bring Cora back with his cheating ways. Get him back in here. Uh, by the way, a buddy of mine met Cora in Boston. His son met him, and his son was in the, you know, washing his hands in the bathroom real slow, like a little kid, like 10 years old, waiting for Cora to, to finish up. So he's washing his hands real slow, and, he's, and his dad's like, come on, come on. He's like, all right, yeah, let, one second. So Cora goes to wash his hands, and I guess he knew what the kid was doing, and he looks over at him. He goes, don't worry about the Red Sox, kid. They'll be all right. So I thought that was nice that he acknowledged him and said that. That was cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but we'll see. Uh, three more. J at right. J at C A P P P P one seven. What does no chance of this again? <laughs> what does Chris think of the Golden Domers, Julian Aquara and Chase Claypool in this upcoming draft? Oh, 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 well, I like Julian Aquara, man. Yeah. Um, and he didn't finish strong. He didn't play well against Thomas when he played Georgia. I understand that, but third rounder, fourth rounder, you know, I don't think he's gonna last that long, but. I like Aquaro off the edge. I always liked him. Um, and Claypool's a big kid, you know. I like him too, man, but not a high draft pick for Claypool. Though. But I like I like both of them, you know. What am I going to do? I favored him too, though, you know. Two more. But Aquaro's uh, not a bad a little edge guy there, Jerry. Yeah, right. No, he's uh, – I know you liked him. We talked about him earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, he's not a bad edge guy. Bobby L at Sports Freak NJ35. Would you pay for Conklin or draft an offensive lineman? Uh, bro, they might do both. Conklin is a guy that John Mara loved. I think it was the Eli Apple draft where his name was mentioned, mentioned, mentioned. Floyd, um, the linebacker. Um, Leonard Floyd. Leonard yeah. Floyd was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, as they those, jumped ahead of us, right, Jerry? Uh, yeah, I wonder how many spots they moved up. <laughs> One. <laughs> right, so <laughs> they wanted those two. We ended up taking Eli Apple. The rest is history. So I, I would not be. It would not surprise me if they got Conklin and drafted a uh, another tackle uh, or center very high. Uh, they probably, you know, uh, they're probably going to go with Nate Solder, obviously on the left side. But if they drafted, I mean, who the hell knows? They might draft a left tackle for the future in the second round. Who knows? Um, hey, but hey, Jerry. Yeah. One guy I'm I'm very interested in seeing this training camp and the OTAs, especially with Mark Colombo over here now. Now that we have a real offensive line coach in there, Nick Gates. Who? No. Oh, um, Big George. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot we had the him. Pick, the, pick, the, 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 the draft pick from last year. Uh, Asafa, I, I'm not even going to attempt to say that. I always say Big George. Uh, you're better off, so am I. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm curious to watch him in these OTAs. He's a big, big boy, you know, um, who used to practice against Josh Allen every day at Kentucky, you know. Right, right. Um, so I'm going to see what Colombo does. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to his progress, yeah, I'm, uh, to see what he does in his OTAs. Because you know what, Jerry? You might have a right tackle on the roster right now, dude. Yeah, we don't know. Right. You know, we might have the right tackle on the roster right now. And, we just and, don't know that. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see what they think of Gates. Your boy. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. So, yeah. It'd be interesting. Uh, last one. This is a good one. Christian Bolletieri at Christian Bolletieri. That one. Chris's third cousin here. Hilarious. Chris's what? Chris's, th- Chris's third cousin because he's Italian. <laughs> hey, I haven't heard from you in a while there. Nice. Well, you- Christmas Eve. <laughs> Do you see two teams potentially trading into the two and three spots to grab... Herbert and Tua so that Young falls to us at four? If so, what are those two teams? I can see a team trade into the third spot yeah. because they don't want to think about the possibility of the Giants. I, I just, the Giants pick becomes so valuable if if it goes uh, Burrow, Chase Young, and then someone else at three, whether it's Thomas or Okuda. That Giants pick becomes obviously the most valuable pick in the draft right there with all these teams. Mm. I, I, I could see Detroit trading out because they need a lot too. And um, some team jumping the giant, jumping uh, over Miami or it might be Miami and taking Tua or even Herbert if they like him more. Yeah. Herbert really helped himself being the MVP of that game, right? Senior yeah. bowl. Yep. Uh, Jerry, I-, I think the Redskins think that Chase Young is like a Bosa type talent. I'm not saying he's a Bosa, but he's that type of. Oh, I agree. Talent yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're trading out. out. Right. Yeah. I think, I think the Redskins, especially Ron Rivera is over there now, you know? Right. I think they're going to look at him and say, hey, look what Bosa did for that defense. We could have a kid do that for us. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't expect Washington. Now, the wild card, I shouldn't say wild card, but the interesting team, and this is going to be what you just said, the Lions. Right. What the hell are they going to do, right? Yeah, who knows? Are they going to trade out of there if they get a boatload of picks? It'd be interesting, right? Yeah, how much do they like a player, right? Is there a player they love? Right. You know? I mean, I you know, know. Put, they need a corner bad. The, the kid from, you know, uh, how do you say his name, Jerry? I think it's Okuda. Uh, oh, I mean, he's going to be there, you know. We'll see. I, I just don't know if you're a team like the, the Lions or the Giants, how you can fall in love with anyone uh, that much outside of a quarterback or the, the, the guy that, you know, Chase Young, just because of the, the hype that came with him and how well he played up until the last couple of, I mean, was triple team the last couple of games of the season. I just don't know how you can like a guy that much to not trade down from that spot with all these quarterbacks, quarterback hungry teams. That's all. Listen, Jerry, if they feel, if Matt Patricia feels this kid is a lockdown, take away half the field corner. Yeah. I, I can see them do it in today's NFL. I can yeah. see, I'm not saying they will, Jerry. I'm yeah. just saying I can see them, you know, because I, I tell you right now, Jerry, there's a kid coming out. At LSU in a couple of years, Stingley Jr. Oh yeah, he's a true freshman and he's the best corner in the in the nation. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's better than the kid that's going to be coming out this year. Yeah. The point the point I'm saying is, Jerry, in today's NFL, if there's a head coach who says, "Well, you know what? I got my guy, man to man, take away half the field for the next nine years." Right. They might do it, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. In today's NFL, you know. Now I don't know how they feel about this kid. I really don't. Obviously, everybody likes him. The kid's a phenomenal talent. I, I saw him a couple of years. The kid's good, really good, you know. But yeah. we'll see what Patricia. But could, now, will they trade out of that spot? Maybe Jim? Yeah, they might go down to five or six, right? Right. 
Lions need a lot too, right, bud? The yeah. Lions need a lot. Man. That's what I mean. You need you need so much. The Giants need a lot. It's like, uh, I love Simmons. I, I everybody's like Simmons, Simmons, Simmons. Yes, sure. I'd love him at seven. I'd love him at six, though. You know, at four, okay. I'm not gonna be mad, but with with when you need so much, and when you traded that third pick, third round pick for Leonard Williams, man, you gotta got you gotta try and recoup. But whatever, we'll see. Anything else, pal? No, that's it, man. Be a lot of interesting talk in the next few months until April 23rd, right? Yep, absolutely. All right, we'll uh, we'll do another one next week. Not sure what day. We'll 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 see what what happens over the in the the coming week. We don't print again till uh, I believe the 23rd, and that will be the the free agency primer. Uh, also working on a website, by the way, a new website because the website we have is a little archaic. So American Sports Media, the guys at American Sports Media are working on something new, which is pretty cool. So. Um, all right, so if you want to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. Anything else, pal? No, that's it, man. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>